This is by body, this is by blood, Miracles of the Eucharist, Book 1, Bologna, 1333, Dying of Love. Bologna is a very famous city in Italy, famous for that matter in all Europe. It boasts Europe's oldest university. At one time in the 14th century, there were 10,000 students attending the University of Bologna. During this century, Marconi worked at that university on his wireless, which became the radio. Because the city has always attracted intelligent people, free thinking has been a way of life for inhabitants of Bologna. But free thinking can breed agnosticism and atheism, as well as anarchy and radicalism. Bologna has been known for all of the above. In the 1970s, Bologna was a hotbed of a homegrown breed of terrorists, the Red Brigade, along with Turin, Padua, and Milan. On the other hand, Bologna is the resting place of many saints of the church, one of which is St. Dominic, the founder of the Dominican Order and co-reformer with St. Francis of Assisi of the Church of the 13th century. Another is St. Catherine of Bologna, whose incorrupt body is seated in a small church. During World War II, the entire church was destroyed, except for the little chapel, which is the sanctuary of the saint. There is also, in St. Sigismondo, a little parish church near the university, the body of a very special little girl, Blessed Imelda Lambertini, named the Protectress of First Holy Communicants by Pope St. Pius X. She was born of a very noble Bolognese family. Her father was Count Egano Lambertini. From the time she was a small child, she was known for her piety and spirituality. It was obvious that she would devote her life to God. It was not known that it would be such a short life. Imelda was a joy to her parents. She was a pretty little girl, but things of the world had no value for her. She spent much time by herself in prayer in various corners of the house where she would not be distracted. It was no surprise when she asked her parents for permission at age nine to enter into the religious life. She was placed in the Dominican convent of Santa Maria Maddalena in Valdipietra. She was loved very much by the nuns in the convent as they watched her grow in the spiritual life. Being the youngest in the community and probably the most loved, Imelda was treated as a very special gift from the Lord. The nuns could tell that this was no ordinary child. She was extremely happy with them, taking to the community life immediately. She was an example to many of the older nuns. Imelda had an all-consuming love for our Lord Jesus in the Eucharist. She longed to be able to take part in communion. But at that time, she was not yet able to do so because First Communion was delayed until age 12. When the other sisters received the Eucharist at Mass, she yearned to be able to take part in the Eucharistic feast. She grieved for this one gift of the Lord that was refused her. She was hurt to have said, Tell me, can anyone receive Jesus into his heart and not die? But the Lord had a special gift for her a Eucharistic miracle. It took place on the Feast of the Ascension in 1333. The community was at Mass. Blessed Imelda prayed fervently during this particular Mass. When the Mass ended, 
the sisters proceeded to leave the church. Imelda stayed behind to continue praying. The sisters turned to call Imelda. What they saw astonished them. A bright white host appeared above the head of Imelda and remained suspended in air. They immediately called the priest. Upon witnessing what had happened, the priest took a patent and went to where Imelda was kneeling. The bright host, still suspended over her head, descended onto the paten. The priest took this as a sign that Imelda was to be given her first Holy Communion. He administered the Lord to her. She swooned and went into an ecstasy, from which she never returned. She died that same day. Thus, her first communion was also to be her last. The day was May 12, 1333. Imelda was 11 years old. Her story is short. Her life was short, but it was more complete than many people who lived to be a hundred. The Lord had a very definite example he wanted to set by the devotion this young creature had for him in his precious body and blood. In St. Mark's Gospel, chapter 10, 14-15, Jesus tells us, Let the children come to me and do not hinder them. It is to just such as this that the kingdom of God belongs. I assure you that whoever does not accept the reign of God like a little child shall not take part in it. The pure faith of this child was so strong that our Lord Jesus put aside the laws of nature to reward her and instruct us. Devotion to this little blessed person began almost immediately after her death. Many devotional booklets were written about her, especially in connection with the Eucharist. Wherever a great devotion to the Eucharist arose, or heresy denying the Eucharist, prayers for the intercession of Imelda followed. In 1922, a community of Dominicans was instituted called Dominican Sisters of the Blessed Imelda. Their charism is to spread the Eucharistic spirit by means of perpetual adoration to the Blessed Sacrament, and to give moral, intellectual, and religious aid to young people. This community also does missionary work in Brazil. Blessed Imelda's body is venerated in the parish church of San Sigismondo, near the university in Bologna. It is very fitting that she be there, close to young people. We would like to say that the young people need to take example and inspiration from Blessed Imelda. But that would only be half a truth. People young and old alike need to take inspiration from her. We have a responsibility to those that follow us, as our ancestors had to us. There is a lot of anger in our young people today because of the world situation. They consider the nuclear age we live in as a vast problem that our generation has gifted them with. We, for our part, put the blame on those who came before us. The same can apply to our spiritual world. There are those who believe that our church has lost all its tradition and that our children have nothing to hold on to. What legacy are we giving our children for their souls? What will our children and grandchildren give as a legacy to those who follow them? Will it be the end times? Or will a bright star such as Blessed Imelda Lambertini brilliant with the pure love she possessed for our Lord Jesus, be able to light up the hearts and souls of our generation and the next and the next?
please load our free Bob and Penny Lord app. Here is how to download our free Bob and Penny Lord app. Simply with your iPhone or Android device, go to the App Store, search for Bob and Penny Lord app, and download it. It's that simple. Here's what you can do with our free Bob and Penny Lord app. Number one, the, there's a link to our marketplaces, our websites, uh, our uh, blog, and this podcast. The second link is to our Bob and Penny Lord TV channel, where you can access all of our videos as seen on EWTN, plus a whole lot more. Thank you very much.